0: this is Mark Rabin. Welcome to episode 153 of Lean Blog Audio. Today I am bringing you some audio that comes courtesy of uh, the folks at Quality Digest and their online video show Quality Digest Live. It's a, a weekly show each Friday hosted by uh, their editor and publisher at Quality Digest, Dirk Ducharme and Mike Richmond. They had me on the show to talk about the article that I wrote that was that, that I read here in the last episode 152 of uh, this podcast, and they've graciously allowed me to share about 10 minutes of audio here, uh, good discussion, good questions that they ask. So again, if you want to see the original article or share any of this, you can use the same link as the last episode, leanblog.org audio 152.
1: So, that is the subject of this week's article from Mark Graben. Lean is about quality, not just speed or efficiency. Mark is also the author of the Shingo Award winning book, Lean Hospitals, Improving Quality, Patient Safety, and Employee Engagement. We're pleased to have Mark on our show today to talk about Lean and Six Sigma, as well as some of the challenges of implementing Lean in a healthcare setting. Hi Mark, welcome to the show. Hi Dirk, hi Mark, thanks for having me on. Okay, now in your article, you talk about the misunderstanding many people have of lean versus Six Sigma. So in a nutshell, can you just explain the misconceptions?
0: Yeah, so that main misunderstanding is this, uh, again, incorrect notion that lean is somehow only about speed, only about efficiency, only about cost. And then people will tack on, you know, that Six Sigma is the only way to improve quality. And, And I think this is just, demonstrably false. You know, If you look at the core of Lean and the Toyota production system, it, there are two pillars. The idea of improving flow, just-in-time uh, production, but there's also the idea of quality at the source. And Lean actually has many different methods, managerial approaches that are really focused on improving quality. So, you're, Mark, you're getting into nuts and bolts right away, uh, rather than labels, and, and you know, as we always say, what's in a name? I mean, does it really matter? Do you think what we call a program, as long as it works? Well, but see, I, I think that that's not really the issue. You know, if people are going to combine, and I, I think you can and you should combine lean and six sigma, I don't care if you call it lean sigma, six sigma plus, operational excellence, process improvement, P I C I. That doesn't matter. Um, but I think what does matter is when people say inaccurate things about Lean or TPS. And you know what I'm talking about. I think the way I react to that, the equivalent would be a Six Sigma Master Black Belt. I think would be rightfully annoyed if somebody from a Lean background started saying things about demaic uh, that were incorrect or you know mis-explaining uh, multiple regression analysis. I think that's that's to me that's the point. Not uh, the question of labels, and you know, I would say you know, Lean and Six Sigma are not synonyms. They are complementary practices. They, they can work together. Six Sigma certainly has different methods and practices to contribute, but I think it's important to keep in mind, again, Lean is about both flow and quality. Those those go very much hand in hand. Well, do you think, I mean just to follow up on that a little bit. Do you, do you think that I mean many consultants would say that there's kind of a cultural imperative here that that you know the the words that we choose do matter because it, it imparts something to uh, to the organization. Uh, you know whether you choose to use lean, whether you choose to use six sigma, uh-huh. what those things mean and the terms that you use. So, do you think that's a valid comment that there are kind of cultural differences that are communicated through those words? Well, sure. Yeah, I, I would agree. Words do matter. Um, even though my, my book is called Lean Hospitals for you know a number of reasons, in, including just, you know, simplicity. Um, I, I recommend, and I say this in the book, if, if I were at a hospital system, I wouldn't necessarily go promoting to everybody that we have a quote-unquote lean program. I think terms like uh, continuous improvement, or performance excellence, or you know things like that, uh, you know that, that articulate a goal are, are something that people uh, maybe are more likely going to get excited about. The the word lean, you know, has uh, a lot of negative connotations to it. I mean, I even recently heard John Shook from the Lean Enterprise Institute sort of lamenting on stage that well, you know, if I had been there, part of that team um, that wrote the machine that changed the world, I, I would have argued for a different name other than lean. You know, the, the word is out there. Um, the word, it's not always helpful. And, and that kind of puts us in a situation where we have to explain what is meant by that word. You know, for example, lean is not an acronym, uh, for less employees are needed. There's that (laughs) perception. Lean is not mean, um, we, 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 do have to explain what the word means or, or maybe use words that are less threatening.
1: Well, Mar- let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, um, this actually kind of gets us into your book. Um, you are about to release, or actually have released, I believe, the, the third edition of your Shingo Award-winning book, uh, Lean Hospitals, Improving Quality, uh, Patient Safety, and Employee Engagement. Now, I got to tell you, my wife is a nurse. She saw the book sitting on the tabletop. She saw the title, and she literally sighed, rolled her eyes, and said something like, Great. Lean hospitals. How to pile on more patients while decreasing staff? Is that a typical response? And and if so, how do you deal with that perception?
0: Well, you know, I think we have to ask why why do do people react that way? You know, they they cross their arms and and scowl, and you know they're, they're hearing about the word. And like I said a minute ago, the word "lean" doesn't always properly express. The positive nature of, of what lean and TPS really uh, brings to people. I, I've seen you know people react that way to any new initiative brought to them by management. And if we ask why, which I, th- I think is a good lean habit, why are people reacting that way? A lot of it has nothing to do with lean. It has to do with an environment where there's not a lot of trust of their leaders. People are, are cynical. They're burnt out. They're skeptical of all the different new initiatives that have been thrown at them. So I think leaders need to, to have that discussion and explain, this is not about getting rid of people. It's not about making you work harder. That's the old approach to healthcare management. But lean you know, is about engaging people, asking them what gets in the way of them providing ideal patient care. What frustrates them? What are their ideas for improvement? When we can do things that that we can't just say, hey, lean is a good thing. We need to demonstrate that. We can get some, some quick wins, solve some problems, get people involved. You know that that gets that that, that turns the, uh, the the scowl into uh, into smiles. And and you know I think we 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 need more smiles in healthcare. We need um, to free up time so people can provide better quality care. And if being able to see more patients is an end result. Of reducing waste and making work easier, and and preventing uh, problems and patients, then then people do see. Through practice, that lean is a very positive thing for them and their patients.
1: You know, I'm glad you touched on. I'm glad you touched on on, on management because one thing I was struck by is, uh, in your uh, your book, you have a chapter on preventing errors and harm, and you give some examples of preventable errors that have led to the death of or or right. harm of patients. And some of these were in the news. Now, it's you know, it's really sad, obviously. I mean, you hear about the, the you know the death of a child or something, and, and it's because of a pre- preventable error that that happened in the hospital. It's Sad for the family, but it's also very often sad for the healthcare workers. Sometimes they're made scapegoats, and get prison time for really a problem in the system, a, a systemic error, as opposed to uh, you know a, a willful or, or egregious, uh, egregious misconduct on their part. It's it's a failure of the system. Um, uh, talk a little bit about scapegoating within 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 the healthcare and what what problems this actually causes and kind of works against what we're trying to accomplish
0: well that's unfortunately one of the long standing problems in the healthcare culture and that's true not just here in the US it's true in uh, other uh, modern major countries around the world So, you know the thing that frustrates me probably the most about healthcare is when we see the same Problems, the same failure modes, the same patient harm being repeated over and over in different organizations. So, you know, the the old approach in healthcare, there's a phrase for this. It's described uh, as naming, blaming, and shaming, and that doesn't solve problems. That doesn't prevent uh, future harm. It, it it gets in the way of problem solving. So that's, uh, I think, something that's really
1: important. All right. Well, Mark. Grae- parallel.
0: The- Oh. Oh, sorry. I would say parallel between um, the lean approach and what Dr. Deming taught, trying to change that culture.
1: Yeah, I mean, so so actually, uh, consistent, you know, <laughs> consistently, uh, Deming comes up in, in all of these topics about you know, uh, you know, you can't have a you can't have a fearful environment, uh, whether it's healthcare or or anywhere else. I like, we, what, what did you say? Naming, blaming, and shaming.
0: And, and that's what we're trying to get, get rid of, of yeah. uh, being more proactive, identifying risks, uh, systemic problems, creating an environment where it's safe for people to, to speak up and point out near misses, here are things that could go wrong so that you can solve the problem uh, in advance to prevent harm. And, and that naming, blaming, shaming culture of fear means uh, people hide and cover up problems. And and again, that just that interferes with quality improvement and process improvement. So that's what we're trying to change with lean.
1: All right. Well, Mark Graben, uh, author of Lean Hospitals, thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you.